Let's get another bottle. Bottomless Bubbles podcast. I'm Amalia. I'm Jana, and today we are popping open a bottle of Tattinger champagne. Woo! Open it. Um, I chose this one today. Um, it's another pretty accessible, like luxury style champagne. It's a little bit pricier. I think I got my bottle for like forty-two dollars, so not terrible. Um, I actually had this one years ago when I was a, a pastry cook. Just a little baby pastry cook um and there was a wine dinner and i remember tasting it and it was just so good mm-hmm. and then i was like what a what better opportunity than uh this podcast to pop it open yeah bring it on the brunch episode yeah it's definitely not one i would make mimosas with for brunch yeah. but it's a very smooth drink yeah something i would probably be very fond of yeah Speaking of brunch yeah. and beverages, <laughs> all of the beverages you mean? When I get brunch, honestly, most meals out to eat, but especially brunch, I tend to have more than one drink. And I don't yeah. mean like more than one of the same drink. It's like I have a water, a coffee, a Bloody Mary with a beer chaser. Orange juice. Like all of the beverages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's super normal. Yeah. Um, you never know what you're going to need, especially if it's like a hangover brunch. Yeah. Um, if there's not like a, a carafe of water on the table, there's going to be some problems. Yeah. The second you show up and you're just like, I need one of these things to fix what I did to myself last night at the club. Yes. <laughs> like this, either this coffee is going to do it or this water is going to do it or this bloody or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. I definitely don't think you're alone in that. <laughs> the yeah. table just gets totally cluttered it's with like, like 87 You don't have any food drinks. out yet, and it's mm-hmm. just 19 glasses of beverages for yeah. two people. <laughs> yeah. It really makes my day when you go out for brunch and you, like, order coffee, water, mimosa, whatever, um, and the coffee's really good. Oh, yes. Like, that really just seals the deal for me. That That's, like, a place that I would want to go back to for brunch mm-hmm. or, like, maybe places with, like, self-service coffee while you're waiting. While you're waiting for, for a table. table. Oh, yeah. So good. It's like, really, I just need something to tide me over and, like, keep my feet on the ground <laughs> before I go and die. <laughs> I just really need something to help me through. Yeah. Until I can sit at a table. Even if I'm not hungover, I'm still fond of getting, like, three or four beverages yeah in right away also (laughs) we've definitely been the people like waiting for a table like standing at the bar oh yeah with like a beer or something at 10 30 in the morning yeah i think there's no shame in getting your cocktail right away and if it helps the bartenders make a little bit more money too because they had to get up so early open the bar so early for brunch give them a little bit more business too what about when you're at brunch like what do you order for food Uh, i always get a savory option really always i can't remember the last time i got like pancakes or something right yeah every the sweet stuff always sounds so good like i could look it all over and i'm just like oh i would love those cinnamon roll pancakes or whatever they're called but then 
I always end up going savory too. Like I always want something smothered in cheese with potato and like shout out to chorizo. One of the restaurants I work at, Merriman Social in Milwaukee. Yeah. Get the smoked meats. Oh yeah, that's no so one will ever regret good. it. It's the best for a hangover honestly yeah some brisket like, and hollandaise with sriracha and potatoes yeah oh yeah wow that dish is good i'm getting a I'm getting, little hungry i was gonna say i'm getting really hungry <laughs> yeah. we've been talking for like two minutes and i'm already starving yeah do you like to get appetizers with brunch too i love to get appetizers with every meal yeah <laughs> <laughs> i feel like there's not enough restaurants that do like brunch appetizers like small plates or anything yeah, yeah. sometimes i just need something right away I feel like also in regards of like sweet and savory, I feel like there's always one person in your group that will get um, the sweet option. And yeah. every time it comes out, I'm like, Fuck. yeah, <laughs> I, I messed <sighs> up. Oh, those waffles <laughs> look so good. Yeah, definitely. Like there's actually a place um, here in Madison called Short Stack Eatery and they do like a blind special every day and they're like a breakfast kind of only place. They're open a lot of the time i i can't remember what hours they have i think yeah. they might be one of those 24-hour places ish mm-hmm. i'm t- probably totally screwing that up <laughs> but regardless their food is so good and they do a special that's blind and so it's sweet or savory that's like the only question Ooh. you can ask and that's then you great. can just like order the special and you'll know if it's sweet or savory and i i've never been brave enough to actually do it because i always just get some biscuits and gravy or something <laughs> like super heavy uh no shame in the biscuit and gravy yeah. game it's absolutely top notch do you feel like you go to brunch more often after a night out or is it just like a a regular type of occurrence for me it's just a routine yeah i love going to brunch no matter what like if i'm hungover great this will probably fix it if i'm not hungover great i'm about to enjoy this meal and probably great. get this day drunk good <laughs> yeah i feel like for me i don't mind going to brunch just because mm-hmm. but i feel like most of the time i go it's it's always kind of like a hangover cure yeah and i like walk in and it's like okay what can i get asap to like fix this kind of going back to like the beverages thing yeah and then it's like do i choose a bloody mary or a mimosa mm-hmm or do I get both? Depends on whether there's bottomless as an option. I feel like I've turned down bottomless mimosas for for a bloody. bloodies. Um, I think when I'm hungover, a Bloody Mary really fixes it up uh-huh. a little bit better than a mimosa would. Describe to me your perfect Bloody Mary. Oh wow! Um, I love a nice infused vodka. Uh huh. Um, I feel like a bloody should be a little bit on the spicy side. And I feel like it should have a nice amount of accoutrement, but not too much because I feel like the places that are like, here's your cheeseburger, here's your bratwurst, here's your like mm-hmm. one pound of cheese curds and a bacon <laughs> stick and like it's so Milwaukee. It's like it's like <laughs> I mean I, I, I appreciate it, like I'm hungry, but I also came here for food, not like food in my drink. Yeah. Um, so like I'm always just a fan of like a nice like cheese and sausage skewer, and like obviously a pickle. Yeah, I'm not a fan of like the mushroom and olive in mm-hmm. a bloody because I just don't like them. So the thing that I either like give to someone else or just like they wind up in the bottom of the glass. Yeah. Um, how about you? My perfect bloody mary. 
spicy, spicy, spicy. I like every time I order a Bloody Mary at a restaurant, I say like, can I get this extra spicy? Or like um, if I'm bartending, I'll just like add extra like hellfire bitters to it to make it like super spicy. I just kind of want my mouth to be totally on fire to maybe distract me from everything else that's going on inside of my body and brain. (laughs) Um, So definitely that some decent vodka and um, for me, the garnish has to be a pickle. I like really could care less about everything else. The cheese curd is always kind of nice, but I do like when it's yeah. like the cheese whips, like the strings, oh, like the mozzarella yeah, like strings. Mozzarella, yeah. So a place, um, I mean, I'm sure a lot of places do those, yeah. but I just think of like Wicked Hop in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. They top it with like all the string, string yeah. cheese. I guess I do like a beef stick in there as well, but any other vegetable, like if it's not blended up into the Bloody Mary already, it, it's not really necessary to stick a giant carrot in my drink. <laughs> this carrot to be shaming me yeah i mean we love our vegetables but (laughs) um speaking of like a spicy bloody mary one time i had a bad experience Uh oh all the way back to when we worked at fridays and i remember after um my shift one time i sat down and i ordered a bloody mary and i said extra spicy and i don't even remember who was bartending he fucking put in like half a bottle of Tabasco. Oh, no. I think it was just to be a jerk. Yeah. And I remember like drinking it and he was like, How's your Bloody Mary? Is it too spicy? And I was like, It's great. <laughs> and I drank the whole thing just to like spite him. Yeah. But it was really awful. And then I stopped ordering extra spicy and I would just ask people to bring me like a bottle of Tabasco or whatever hot sauce was on hand. Yeah. So you could decide what level yeah. you wanted it at. Yeah. Oh, I still think about it to this day. I'm scarred. That's probably the right move because I always end up having to ask for hot sauce anyways because the bartender never gets it spicy enough for me. I mean, I'm sure people, I mean, like bartenders, I'm sure, like, I don't want to make it too spicy and then have it sent back and, like, have to redo it. Not me. When I'm bartending brunch, if somebody asks me for a spicy one, it's like, all right, you asked for it. It's already <laughs> spicy. <yourself. laughs> you want extra spicy. Extra spicy. I think my affection for Bloody Marys is actually pretty new. Um, yeah, I don't I feel never like you were really... ever a bloody person. Yeah. I'd say in the last couple of years I developed mm-hmm. a taste for them. I didn't think that I liked tomato juice was the problem. But it's so much more than tomato mm-hmm. juice. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's because that's what I used to think, too, like, back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I hate Bloody Marys. I don't even like tomato juice. But it's like... I'm sorry, if you go somewhere and it's, like, a shot of vodka with, like, a can of V8, like, it's not a Bloody Mary. It's the worst. That's just, like, a tomato that. juice and vodka. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I don't know, places that make their own house mixes are just, mm-hmm. like, top-notch. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's definitely necessary. If you... We're craving a Bloody Mary, but you walked in and they had bottomless mimosas or just bottomless bubbles in general. Do you think you'd get the bloody and bottomless, or do you think you'd get just stick with just one or the, the other, bottomless or just the bloody? Yeah. yeah, um, I definitely would go for both. Yeah, without hesitation because I've done it 
countless times like you were just saying about like going in and ordering several drinks when you sit down I've gone in and ordered like I know I want a Greyhound Mimosa because it's my favorite one and then I also want this Bloody Mary and I also want this coffee (laughs) but if Bottomless is an option but I was really thinking about a Bloody to start I don't see the shame in starting with a Bloody and then moving on to the Bottomless yeah yeah it's definitely what our move was at Lost Society it's just seven more dollars like just add on the Bloody to start and like Maybe that's not like the, the base. It's like the bloody wakes you up. <laughs> yeah. And then the mimosa gets the party going. Yeah. That's a good way to think about it. Yeah. And then it's like, once you're finished with brunch, your food comes out, everything's great. Your hangover is probably feeling a little bit better. <laughs> or not. <laughs> or not. Yeah. Or not. You've been to brunch and like had like a bite of food and been like, oh, nope this was the not the right yeah move. i've had that for sure <laughs> oh yeah i can think of plenty of times here in madison being at like hollander mm-hmm. and like ordering like i don't know like a breakfast burrito or something and just like taking like one bite of it and <laughs> just sitting there and like moving it around on my plate with my yeah. fork <laughs> maybe it'll taste yeah. i mean it tastes fine but maybe it'll make my stomach feel better if i wait I don't know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's happened to me at Madison's before, too. Or like the wings that are just so good. And then just one bite. And it's like, you know, I'm just going to eat these tomorrow. We'll just take these to go. <laughs> and I feel bad because the server's always like, everything all right with your food? Like, yeah, the like, food's fine. It tastes great. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> the food tastes great, but I'm unwell. Yeah. Like, I'm not okay. Can you refill my bottomless mimosa, though? <laughs> I will take more alcohol. I think it's the only thing that'll make me feel better. Yeah. And really, your organs are just screaming for water. <laughs> okay. Speaking of water, whenever we go out for brunch and it's a day after drinking, I feel like I pound multiple crafts of water. Yeah. Just like slamming glass just after slamming glass. slamming them. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can think of one time when we were at Madison's. And I think I drank, like, four carafes of water before our food even came out. Yeah. And, like, the server, like, (laughs) couldn't keep up with it. Like, oh, do you want another Bloody Mary? I'm like, no, I'll just take a whole other craft of water. Like, if you could just bring two. (laughs) One for me and one for the other people at the The table. The rest of the group. (laughs) The rest of the group will take one. I'll take one for myself. It's just kind of like a thing I do. Mm -hmm. I can think of a lot of times. Or, like, I'll finish it within, like, the first couple minutes of sitting down. Yeah. And then they don't refill it right away. And I'm like, I'm clearly thirsty. (laughs) You're SpongeBob in Sandy's house when he takes off his helmet. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) just needs water. Water. (laughs) That's exactly it. I wonder if it's because you're not exactly an early bird on the weekends or, like, after a night out and I'll always get up right away, yeah, especially because I'm excited up. to go to brunch or I don't want to wait. So I want to be like the first people at the restaurant. I'm so annoying. I kind of realized that. But yeah, I like will wake up early and I'll have already had a couple of pints of water at home. Yeah. So for me, when I get to the restaurant, like there's really not a sense of urgency for water. Like I right. need coffee for sure. It's like where you wake up early, drink your water. I lay in bed yeah. and you're like, we're leaving in 10 minutes. I'm like, okay, I'll get up <laughs> Time now to go. and put clothes on. <laughs> Yeah. And, like, try to make sure my makeup from last night doesn't look like I got hit by a bus. <laughs> and then we get to the restaurant, and it's just 
Where's my water? Yeah. <laughs> Do you normally brunch with the people you went out with the night before or with like a different set of friends, like your brunch friends? I feel like it's usually with the people I was with the night before. Mm-hmm. Not like necessarily continuation of the party, but like let's commiserate and yeah. like maybe recap what happened last yeah. night for those who know blacked or browned out foggy <laughs> yeah you're all right so like what did i do last night yeah did you have to pick up a friend on the way <laughs> yeah do you have to scoop all your friends up who end up at different places or yeah. yeah for sure i feel like it's most of the time the people that i was with the night before yeah there was a period of my life where i was going to brunch basically during football season going to brunch with a group of friends that were different than the ones that I would hang out with on say like Friday or Saturday Mm -hmm. nights so we would go to brunch and get together and then I end up like showing up the only hungover person in the room sometimes or like maybe one of two and everybody else is just kind of having a great day they're there for some food and watching some games um and you're like SOS yeah please help I just need to lay my head down for a second you guys (laughs) like please send help um I'm gonna take my jacket and go lay in that booth over there yeah (laughs) do you have any activities you like to do after brunch shopping is it better or worse if you're buzzed um it's more fun (laughs) after you get a brunch buzz going to go shopping um but i don't know if it's better for your wallet (laughs) yeah the problem is like especially when like the best brunch places are right next to good shopping so then you're like well i really just needed to like run to target for this one thing but since we're here i might as well go to macy's and i might as well go like into all these other shops like right around and like we'll just look at the clearance rack or something and then you end up really just but like Going Does it overboard. make a difference if you <laughs> shop all the clearance racks and still spend two hundred dollars on? Yeah. <laughs> still spend two hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love a good post brunch buzzed shopping trip. Yeah, I do sometimes have buyer's remorse. A few hours later, when I start to sober up, <laughs> you realize what you spent all your money on. And then I'm on. like, "Holy shit! You spent so much money today." This was an expensive weekend. <laughs> yeah. It turned out your $40 brunch turned into like a $250. But I'm too lazy to card. return any of it. Yeah. So, Or if it's makeup, like you needed it. Definitely needed another palette of highlighter. How could always. you not? <laughs> you always need more highlighter. Yeah. Of course. Shoes, obviously. My feet always need something. <laughs> I can't just walk around barefoot. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you're not driving to the next place. I know. There's really no harm in, like, working off your brunch buzz while shopping. And, like, you have to wait anyways or call a cab home because you probably overindulge. Or I probably shouldn't say you. I should say myself. Overindulged (laughs) in too many mimosas. Just one too many. Just kidding. The limit does not exist. Indulge. (laughs) You're a brunch baby. Yeah. Bottomless brunch, I feel like I totally prefer the restaurants that will do here's a bottle and then here's the juice and you can mix and match how you please versus coming over with like a pre-batched mimosa and topping off my glass ones are always just so much juice Mm -hmm. the crazy thing is is that the juice is more expensive 
part of the mimosa anyways. Than like the super cheap bubbles that get put into the Andre or the Wycliffe or. Yeah, that's so true. (laughs) Which will probably be featured on a later episode. Hell yeah. (laughs) Not today though. Yeah. We fancy today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also prefer when they're not pre-batched because I, I love a mimosa, but I can only drink maybe one or two if there's a lot of juice just because my stomach, I feel like gets upset otherwise. Yeah. It's like very acidic Mm -hmm. and like sugary. It's orange juice, but I could drink bubbles all day. Yeah. There's been times when we've gone out specifically seeking a bottomless brunch, looking for a place that just does bubbles and like maybe having too many bottles on not enough brunch food. (laughs) (laughs) I can think of one very specific occasion. Yeah. Uh, I might have mentioned it earlier, Lost Society in Battersea. And we seeked it out when we went on our first trip in 2018 and we had the bottomless it was just prosecco um and then we decided to go back the year after in 2019 and that's when things really got wild yeah yeah we ordered just like light food appetizer we were definitely on a mission i think to get a little brunch turned <laughs> there was we no for that daytime buzz yeah there was no breaks that no. day which is fine like we weren't really driving and yeah we were on holiday we had three or four bottles of prosecco we had four bottles of prosecco had a photo shoot everywhere in this like super instagram restaurant they clearly were set up for people to take photos yeah we'll have a nice slideshow and then we took our photo shoot elsewhere around the city of london (laughs) just being brunch drunk girls on public transportation transport at least we were never sloppy like people end up uh, going viral on the internet on social media for like being too brunch drunk Oh, it's like be... falling into the valet stand or falling over the, the tables oh my gosh, yes, or something. That was like the, that was the funniest viral video. <laughs> I'm so grateful we've never gotten to that level. Ugh. It might have been loud. I feel like we probably were loud. I'm a pretty loud person. Yeah. Um. I feel like you can get loud. Yeah. When there's a little alcohol involved. <laughs> uh. I also am shocked we didn't end up on Influencers in the Wild that day. <laughs> we I remember. Should've. I don't think that page existed yet. Uh, I remember thankfully. getting back to our Airbnb, like taking a nap and like waking up from the nap and like going through my camera roll. I think we took like 300 and some photographs. Oh, I'm sure. In like a telephone box, different locations around London. Yeah. And just. <laughs> it was far too drunk. <laughs> A little embarrassing, but also there was, it was a, few a really very fun cute day. photos. Yeah, there's definitely some really good keepers. I don't regret it at all. Yeah, I'd do it again. I would too. Yeah. What about the first time you go to brunch with somebody? Like, if you like make a new friend and you like kind of went out for the first time, or like you're with a new group of people. And then you're like, should we get brunch in the morning? And, like, you all go out for brunch. And then, like, have you ever had that experience? Or am I speaking about myself? I feel like myself? 
You're speaking about yourself. Really? I just don't, like, I can't think of any, I mean, like, I've had. Like, the first time you've come to brunch with my friends. Yeah, maybe I'm always the new person. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always the tag along. Um, I feel like if you, uh, I don't know how to say this. Um, I feel like it's not uncomfortable. I feel like the times that I've tagged along with like your friends, it's usually like there's one or two people that I've already known Mm -hmm. or we had gone out the night before. So it's kind of like you do have like some basis of like, what can we talk about? How yeah. can I, like, interject myself? Yeah. Because it's a little different going to brunch. It's like a sit-down meal instead of, like, going to a party or going out to the bar together. Yeah. Like, um, you're stuck at this table Yeah. with these people. Yeah. How do you feel about bringing new people around for brunch? I don't mind it. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like we said when we talked about friends, like, you're kind of responsible for their behavior. Yeah. And so you just have to hope. That they behave. Hold it down their best behavior. <laughs> you, have to, you have to be like the parent. Yeah. <laughs> like nursing them back to health. <laughs> I remember I have one of my friends. She actually doesn't live in Milwaukee and she was in town once visiting and we got pretty drunk the night before and like drunk to the point where she threw up mm-hmm. and was beyond the point of being able to go out and so we just stayed in and like when we woke up in the morning I was like let's go get brunch and we went out to brunch I don't I didn't think she was gonna make it through and I was like please don't throw up at the restaurant please don't embarrass me we're in Milwaukee I do come here (laughs) these people know me they probably recognize (laughs) me I've been here like four times in the last month um please behave (laughs) and I remember like she just got like a meal she like didn't touch it I'm like pounding my drinks down just smashing all the food I was terrified (laughs) luckily it all turned out okay I have been back since (laughs) yeah you said that you had been to this place like four times I definitely become a regular at certain brunch places in my hometown or I guess in Milwaukee because we always end up going to your restaurant for brunch. Yeah. Um, But I'm pretty loyal. Like once I find a good brunch spot, I'm not very interested in switching it up and finding a new one. That's really fair. I mean, if you find somewhere Mm -hmm. that like the food's good, the drinks are to your liking. Yeah. Why switch it up? Yeah. As long as they don't make changes. Like there was one place that I was a regular at for brunch every single Sunday and then they took away the like bottomless drink deal and then they like took away the Sunday ticket and I was like all right we're moving on we're finding somewhere else to go um or like there was another place that we used to go to all the time and then the food quality seemed to just kind of go downhill and that's when I like kind of tuned out but I going to this place for so many weeks in a row that as we were leaving the manager who didn't know us by name literally was waving goodbye and was like see you next week it's like oh boy we are really going hard in the paint on the brunch we should maybe take a week off (laughs) yeah (laughs) or maybe try a new place i feel like i love going to brunch at uh the restaurant that i work at Mm -hmm. because i feel like it's so comfortable 
because I know everyone there and no one's judging me for being drunk. Yeah. Or hungover or forgetting like nine different plates of food. Yep. And I can just order whatever I want and it's just easy. Also, the food is so, so good. <laughs> yeah, your restaurant is fire flame. Yeah, it's really good. Absolutely. This is like shameless plugging. I'm really sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Merriment Social, best yeah. brunch in Milwaukee. Hands they down. also have bottomless bubbles. Well, bottomless mimosas. You should go. What? Yeah, you didn't know that? I guess I never really needed to know it. Yeah, we have bottomless. The brunch bartender, Q, 10 out of 10. <laughs> comes through. Yeah. He yeah. does such a good job. Yeah. He's, he's so fun he's to talk wonderful. to. Yeah. Oh, great job, Q. Everyone, go to Merriman. <laughs> Tip your bartender. I like, I like this. <laughs> this is great. Also, if you're in Madison, head to the Waypoint Public oh, House the for Waypoint. brunch. So we really should talk good. about the Waypoint's yes. brunch. Now that I have to bartend brunch all the time. 10 out of 10. Amalia is the best brunch bartender you'll ever find in Madison. <laughs> she really takes care of you. Yeah. I like to serve and bartend brunch because I know the experience that people want, given mm-hmm. that I'm such a, a brunch aficionado. <laughs> I just want to make sure that people are having the best Sunday that they can, um, whatever that means Tail- for them. Tailoring the experience to the person. Yeah. The Waypoint here in Madison, I guess maybe in Monona, um, the, their brunch food is so good. The chef really took so good. I a feel lot like of all the food there is really good. Creating their food. And yeah, people will be like, oh, what's your favorite thing for brunch here? And it's like, it really depends on the I day. the last time How I hungry was in, you are. Because I can't pick. It's. I asked you that question. Mm-hmm. You were like, I, I don't know. What are you in the mood for? I yeah. Like, I have no idea. Like, there's like four or five things that just sound so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your restaurant, it's easy. It's like smoked meat. Done. The smoked meats. It's like <laughs> everything is really good on the menu. It's just the smoked meats are like, yeah, so good. Yeah, at the they're top. just like light years ahead of all the other really great food. Yeah. Uh, sorry if we sell out of smoked meats next week. <laughs> I hope you do. <laughs> that would be great, especially yeah. given the way that the restaurants have been the last few months. It's just been so. That's been hard. Yeah, I think on the restaurant industry. Yeah, for sure. That's the Corona hit. It's nice that it's nice outside right now, mm-hmm. so patio seating is definitely helpful. Yeah, makes people feel a little bit more safe to be mm-hmm. at the restaurant. and Yeah, hopefully that helps all restaurants, honestly. Yeah. Not just ours. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, because that bus- the industry needs to continue, yeah. otherwise we're not going to make any more money. Yeah. We should probably talk about the option of either having a responsible brunch just a couple cocktails and going home so you don't get hungover keeping the party going all day and into the evening or going home and crashing at like 2 p.m and having a nap because you got a little too brunch drunk but you can't keep the party going you can't keep it going yeah all right i just think that we should talk about it because there have definitely been times that i've done all three like sometimes you go to brunch and you there's no need to get absolutely plastered you need to get some stuff done that sunday you can have a bloody and then move on with your day Mm -hmm. but then there's other times you're like with the right squad of people and someone suggests you move on to like one of your favorite cocktail bars or one of your favorite brewery pub like yeah tap rooms or something and it's like all right let's go especially if there's been some bottomless involved 
I feel like it doesn't take a lot to persuade me after brunch. Yeah. If I've had, like, one or two cocktails at brunch and people are like, let's move on to, like, this, uh, like, tap room. Let's mm-hmm. move on. And I'm like, yes, let's go. Yeah. Or, like, let's go to this, like, just corner bar and relax. I'm like, yes. Oh, yeah. I'm in. Absolutely. Yeah. Doesn't take very much. Um, but I feel like that can really get me into trouble because then I just want to keep going into the evening. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's a Sunday. Baby girl, you got work tomorrow. Yep. Yeah, I definitely had to, like, tone it down. Yeah. Once I got, like, my my newest job. Yeah. Because I've been working there for three years now. But um, <laughs> My new job. It's definitely, like, a lifestyle shift after that point. It was like, you don't get just to be a total piece of crap on Monday anymore because there's yeah, too much there's to do. There's actually stuff that you need to get done. Yeah. Yeah. On the flip side, going to brunch, having just, like, one or two, and, like, going home, do you feel like napping is a necessary thing, or do you feel like you're able to just, like, go home and, like, power through and, like, be productive for the rest of your day? Because I feel like I'm a nap kind of a person. Yeah. I hardly ever nap. I have to actually be pretty sick. Really? To need a nap. Yeah. That's when I know, like, something's really going on with me. Because, like, I wake up early, I go to bed very early, I can always fall asleep. That's never the issue. Napping is one of my favorite pastimes. Yeah, I just see my... so much daylight. It's a strong suit. <laughs> uh, we always joke around at home that it's the one thing that I'm the best at. Um, that I could fall asleep in any situation. Yep. Lights on, sun beaming. Oh, yeah. Any sort of form of transportation Ugh. and you are asleep oh, like a baby. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Any form of transportation. Yeah. The, the subway, so a bus. Like oh, <laughs> buses are the most soothing. Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm getting sleepy just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or there's the times that you are just basically postponing your hangover to like 2 p.m. because you kind of like shampoo affected. You're drunk from last night, where you like still had just enough alcohol in your system that two or three cocktails at brunch really just kind of puts you back into it. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I really need to deal with this. You like go home and try to sober any up. Longer. <laughs> and then it's just the midday hangover. Ugh, I don't know. What's, it's so like, rough. Is it worse to have that 2 p.m. hangover versus the 8 a.m.? I would rather have an 8 a.m. hangover than a 2 p.m. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that really knocks me out of commission for like the day. Yeah. Where like at 8 a.m. I feel like I have more incentive to like get up Mm-hmm. and like go have brunch or yeah i don't know maybe go work out sweat out some of the alcohol yeah whereas having like the 2 p.m hangover all i'm gonna do for the rest of the day is probably like eat snacks and like lay on my couch and be miserable and do nothing productive yeah i kind of like um having brunch at home too yeah. yeah, just like cooking up like just like a classic American breakfast, like bacon, eggs, hash brown. Toast. Yeah, a little bit of toast. <laughs> <laughs> I've been very large on um, avocado toast lately, and I, I'm indifferent about it. <laughs> You've been eating it all the time, but you don't know. Um, I mean, I love it. I just hate that I love it so much. This entire episode has made a sound extremely basic i know that's why i'm so indifferent about the avocado toast but it's so good yeah during quarantine 
um, at work when we were just doing to go, I really came up with the perfect avocado toast. Let's hear it. All right. You toast your bread with a little olive oil, salt, and pepper. You mash up your avocado. You put salt and you put pepper. You put some garlic, onion powder. Um, you can throw in some fresh garlic instead of like garlic powder if you really wanted to. Smear it on there thick. For like one slice of bread, I would probably do like almost a whole avocado worth. It's avocado toast. It's not toast with avocado. I do some cherry tomatoes on top, sliced in half. And when I was at work, we had these pickled red onions. Oh, yeah. So good. Love pickled onions. And I would do a little blue cheese on it because I love blue cheese, but also just doing like a parm or like pecorino is really, really good. I could eat it every day. Why are you putting cheese on your avocado toast? When I used to eat toast, I would just do like a guacamole toast. Yeah. Just like slap some guacamole on there because plain avocado doesn't do a thing for me it's got to be in guacamole form but the way that you're talking about it actually sounds delicious it's like a mock guac yeah because it's like not it's missing a few elements yeah it's Mm -hmm. missing a few key things like cilantro and like lime Lime. yeah but overall 10 out of 10 recommend yeah that sounds good yeah I love just like hosting brunch or just cooking it for myself and staying home and maybe having a bottle or two. I do love staying home. There's something about it that's just like, it's so much easier. Mm -hmm. You can stay in your PJs. You don't have to fix yourself. (laughs) Yeah. It's almost back to that, like, would you rather just stay in in pregame? Yes. Versus going out. That's definitely the same conversation in the morning of like, would I rather just stay here? Do I have any friends here? Especially because I'm so extroverted and social. Like, brunch needs to be a social affair. Yeah. Is it brunch if if you're alone? I mean, or is it just breakfast at that point? (laughs) Yeah, it's probably just breakfast. I can remember when I went to Nashville, um... I wanted to, everybody had recommended Biscuit Love, and I think most people who have been to Nashville probably recognize that name. The line goes around the block for this place. You order at the counter and then go sit down and they bring it to you. It was very good. Yeah. Um, But I had to go alone because I was in Nashville visiting a friend of mine. She had to work that day, so I just went by myself and sat down, and it was like eating brunch food and drinking a bloody mary solo (laughs) by yourself i felt a little strange it definitely was more breakfast i think friends make it brunch i think so too that's a really good point yeah yeah that's wow that was so good i'm insightful yeah (laughs) like the more i'm thinking i'm like for sure yeah if i make brunch style food at home and i'm just sitting at home on my couch eating it alone even if it's at 11 30 in the morning with even if i'm drinking Mm -hmm. You know, a Bloody Mary or... And a coffee and a water. Some, <laughs> You're doing exactly I, what you I'm would do. I'm doing exactly what I would do at brunch, but I don't feel like it's really brunch Yeah. if I'm just sitting alone at home. It'd be mm-hmm. different if you were there. Absolutely. And then we <laughs> FaceTime and then it feels a little yeah, bit yeah. more like brunch. <laughs> there we go. FaceTime your friends and then you'll have brunch at home. That'd be perfect. Absolutely. One of my favorite things to do when traveling actually is to seek out the best brunch that city has to offer i will research for like months in advance of going somewhere like where do people recommend to get brunch and so i'm looking for like the best food and probably the best brunch cocktails because if i'm on holiday like starting off with at least one good cocktail at brunch and then like 
moving on to the bottomless if that's an option at the place we go to or not but I can think of so many cities that I my favorite meal that we had was brunch I can attest because so when we've traveled together Mm -hmm. you make the most extensive spreadsheets (laughs) um, divided by like city uh, locations within the city attractions if it's food drinks shopping yeah uh, museums or historic sites like the most extensive and i think our last trip there was probably like two pages that were like dedicated to like food and brunch and cocktails yeah brunch gets its own you're yeah you're a good planner well thanks you definitely seek out the best when you travel yeah and i don't care if i'm on vacation i don't mind waiting for um a really good brunch it's like you got nowhere else to be yeah but in town here like if you and i were just going out for brunch next sunday or something and there was a wait at a certain restaurant i'd be like oh we're moving we'll on to the next place if, especially if there's like another good one nearby yeah yeah it's different when it's in your hometown because you're like i know there's more places around and i know yeah like yeah this place is really great but this next place is still really great and we probably don't have to wait these biscuits and gravy are not worth waiting for yeah like biscuits and gravy will be good at the other spot too yeah i guess it depends on what we're talking about but (laughs) you get the idea yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) um yeah i almost think about cities like based on like what what did i eat there because i can remember when i went to um toronto i found this really great place for brunch and i I still think about this like omelet that I had that just had like the best cheese over the top of it and just a Caesar because they don't have Bloody Marys necessarily. I'd have like a Caesar with my, um, my brunch. That's what it's called. <laughs> with, um, what are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like when I go on trips, I don't necessarily seek out brunch, but mm-hmm. it's just because I definitely wake up later yeah just not as much of a they're not serving person. brunch anymore by the yeah, time they're like get up. um we've actually switched to our dinner menu yeah. <laughs> i've been so dedicated to finding a specific brunch before that i've dragged you all around the city in the rain oh my gosh. <laughs> just looking specifically for this one place that promised online that it had bottomless but it must have been a chain because there were several locations around town and each mm-hmm. one we went to was like oh no we don't do that one here so we go back online and, like, look at the restaurant and, like, have to cross town. I remember we, like, crossed town and, like, the lady at the next one was like, oh, no, that's only at this location here. Yeah. And so we had to, like, <laughs> go again. It was pouring rain outside. Yeah. We stayed there for a hot second. I think I had bottomless bloodies there. Yeah, they had bottomless bloodies yeah. and, yeah, bottomless That's my mimosas. speed. Bottomless bloodies. Yeah. Drink a whole pitcher of a Bloody Mary. I also got photos of that one. That yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. That was such a good spot. That was a great find. That was for your, what, 28th birthday? Was that my birthday? Yeah, I think Yeah, because so. we had to wait for the very first one to open. Yeah, and we were, like, standing outside thing. in the rain, like, drinking a beer from, like, a street vendor. Yeah, there was a farmer's market or something outside. Yeah. And beer and... You had, like, beer and, like, a donut. Yeah. It's so good. HBD to you. (laughs) (laughs) Pouring rain. Yeah. (laughs) Trying to take shelter beneath a tree. Uh, Wow. Good times. Good brunch is worth it. It's worth the effort. 
yeah, it was a good spot, so I definitely don't regret it. All right. So this kind of goes along with brunch foods. Mm -hmm. Would you rather give up eating potatoes forever or sweets forever? I already shook my head at potatoes. I I would have to give up the sugar. I know. I was like, Mm -hmm. I know that you love a good sweet, but you describe yourself as a potato. So Yeah, I could never let go of potatoes. They just come in so many delicious forms. Is there anything that you could give up a potato for? Uh, onion. Ooh, that was going to be my other one. I was like, would yeah. you rather give up potatoes forever or onions forever? And I was like, I don't know that I could say that because if that got turned around on me, I don't know what I would say. I think onion is my favorite food. It seems so <laughs> strange to say because I would never eat onion alone. And onion just makes everything just, better. And just I just picturing you like apple biting oh, yeah. like an onion. I mean, I'll chomp on some raw red onion all day. Whoa. So good. Like nice and spicy. You're an animal. Delicious. Chomping on raw reds. Yeah, I'm chopped. I wouldn't bite into it like an apple. That's a little <laughs> That's excessive. That's excessive. Yeah. Good answer. Thank you. Would you give up potatoes or sweets? I feel like I would be able to give up sweets. Oh, that's probably the first one we've agreed on yeah. in a while. It's kind of funny because I am a pastry chef and like my whole life is basically based around like making sweets. Yeah. But I literally eat a potato with like every single meal. It's like the number one starch. <laughs> it is. Change my mind. Starch. It won't happen. <laughs> Would you rather have a hangover that no brunch can cure or have to get as drunk as the night before to cure your hangover? I would probably get as drunk as the night before to cure my hangover. Oh, gosh. You don't think that it would compound? I don't know. I mean, that's not part of the question. Yeah. It just says that that will cure my hangover. It will. So that's what I would move towards. I don't think I could stand just being hungover forever. Just like the whole day. The whole day would be just a waste. Yeah. But then your Sunday is totally gone because you got wasted. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe that would affect your decision making um, the day before. Like maybe you wouldn't get so drunk. Right. Maybe Saturday night I would only have like a few drinks uh-huh. and then i'd like wake up and be like wow i'm hungover i'll just have a few more cocktails absolutely yeah that yeah. would definitely maybe it would help <laughs> after learning the hard way yeah i would bet. right right yeah after it happened one time i'd be like okay well we don't want to do that again yeah yeah for sure i would do the drinking as much the next day as i did the night before what would you do I feel like you'd be the opposite. I would have to go with um, no brunch can cure my hangover because I would be very worried that Monday would be even worse. That I would feel very like doubly sick because there's definitely been times where you try to cure the hangover with a brunch drunk and then Monday rolls around and you're just in an even bigger pile of crap. more pain. Yeah. Um. And my self-control 
at times isn't the greatest. So (laughs) having to get just as drunk the next day. It would just be not the move. Yeah, one way chickens up. <laughs> Blackout town. <laughs> so Blackout town. On a I would Sunday. rather just pay the price the next day. Plus, I don't get very hungover to begin with. I just get but tired. That wasn't part of the question. Yeah, I guess the question was, but you that. get real hungover <laughs> at brunch. Just a hangover that no brunch can cure. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I'm sticking with my answer. All right. Thanks well, for bringing this tappinger. Yeah, Very good. Was, I would definitely buy a bottle to celebrate something. It was just as tasty as I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, as always, rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Five stars would be amazing. It really helps us uh, move up in the charts so we're more like seen by other people, so more people can listen. Um Please go and follow us on Instagram and on Facebook at Bottomless Bubbles Podcast. You can check out our website, bottomlessbubblespodcast.com. All of our like email links to all of our social media is there. If you guys would like to write in any questions for us or if you have any really great would you rather questions, we would definitely answer them on the next episode. So keep it in mind. Yeah, send them in or maybe we'll compile them and do a big... Do a big would-you-rather segment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You can also find me on Instagram at jjzotchek. I'm at Amalia Becker on Instagram for photos of myself. (laughs) (laughs) If you just like our faces, you can follow us. Or food. I post a lot of food. All right, anyways. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. (laughs) All right. Cheers, Cheers, everybody.